Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Growing old is mandatory, but looking old is not. And whether it's my bathroom lighting or these bright studio lights, I'm noticing every new wrinkle and flaw throughout the years, I've been noticing more and more. And that's where Plexiderm came into play. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that visibly reduces wrinkles, under eye bags, and even crow's feet. It's a slam dunk for everyone. Plexiderm is completely foolproof. It works in minutes. I can use it right at home or maybe even here at the studio. I just got to try and hide it from the other guys because everybody wants to use my Plexiderm. Plexiderm really works. Even my kid noticed, and he said, Daddy, you don't look so old anymore. And I said, Thanks, pal. That's a really nice compliment. Take it from me and kick off the next chapter in your life by reducing the look of those fine lines and under eye bags. Go to triplexiderm.com and use the promo code DAN for 50% off plus an additional $10 off. That's right, 50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer is also available by calling one 800 685-1292 and mentioning code DAN. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com today and use the code DAN at checkout. That's triplexiderm.com, code DAN. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. You have three daughters? How do I know? It's Dan Patrick. Uh, it's hour two on this Traeger Meat Friday. What do we have? Spatchcock chicken? Is yes. that what it is? Yes. Now, what's the difference? Like, what makes it a spatchcock chicken? You sort of cut it down the middle so oh, it lays flat oh, on the so grill. Sort of a filet chicken. Mm. Yeah. So it's spatchcock chicken. I think we got like six of them out there on the grill. And then we got, have we got the fire pit going? Do you want it to be gone? Yes. It's, not, it's gone. Yeah. We should we should have that every we should have that fire pit going every single day here during the winter. By the way, McLovin, I gotta call you out on this because you had what you thought was a great question. Great question. Yeah. Would you take Chase Young, knowing he'd be a twelve time all pro and Hall of Famer, or Joe Burrow, who would be a three time pro bowler, non Hall of Famer? And I said the obvious answer is Chase Young. Here's the problem when you say a twelve time all pro there's never been a 12-time All-Pro. Do you know the most? There are two players who have the most Pro Bowl appearances at 10. One you should get, one you shouldn't get. Paulie. I'm going to go with the first guy I thought of, Anthony Munoz, the offensive tackle for the Bengals. He seems like he would have a lot. He had nine. Pritch, uh, you want to guess? I was going to guess LT. LT. LaDainian Tomlin. No, Lawrence Taylor. Oh, Lawrence Taylor. He had eight. Seton O'Connor. I was going to go Lawrence Taylor. Jerry Rice. Oh, and yeah. Pretty good player. And the other one, it, this one's this one's hard. Um, I'll, I'll give you a hint, and maybe you'll have some fun with this. His jersey number is in his name. 
Tom 85er. Chad Ochocinco? <laughs> no. no. got to be Chad Ochocinco. That's perfect. <laughs> Close, but not Chad Ochocinco. This player played um, 1960 to 1974. His number- I know. Billy Seven. <laughs> that, I, that would be somewhere I'd say thank you, Todd. <laughs> no, it's, I, I I've been sitting next to him for 10 years. I could get these terrible jokes. Jim Otto. Double zero. Oh, those would be O's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what you do. Yeah. See what I did with that? You might yeah. have said his last name is uh, the same backwards as it is front. I could have. I could have. But then you would have said uh, Jimmy Bob. True. And I would have said, thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> yeah, so, Jim Otto's a tough one. That that one, uh, Jerry Rice, not that tough, but Jim Otto's tough. Yeah. Uh, who else is in here? Ron Mix played with the Chargers. He was in nine Pro Bowls. Uh, Bruce Smith with eight, Reggie White with eight, LT eight, uh, Joe Schmidt. I think he was Lions uh, linebacker. Yeah, so you got got some guys there that uh, ten is the most. Yeah, Paul. Jim Brown was All Pro eight of his nine seasons in the league. One year he did not make All Pro. That's got to be the most percentage wise. Who made All Pro instead of Jim Brown? Checking. And what kind of season did Jim Brown have that he didn't? For Jim Brown, it was an off year. He had 996 oh, okay. yards, which is the worst of his career. Okay. Second worst. Maybe like a Packers guy, a Cornig or Taylor, one of those guys. Or um, who, wasn't the uh, Baltimore Colts great uh, running back Lenny Moore? Does that sound right? Who might have been the first dual threat out of the backfield that we ever had in the NFL, catching passes. I think it was Lenny Moore. Does that sound right, McLevin? Played for the Colts? Yeah, I think it, that's a that's Hall, Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. Yeah, Paul. Uh, it's actually Jim Taylor of the uh, Packers. All right. Made it over Jim Brown. Did he rush for over 1,000 yards that year? Yeah, probably. Oh, okay. I, I, was that a 12-game season then? That's the issue. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so if I do the poll with 10-time Pro Bowler Actually, 14-game schedule. A 10-time Pro Bowler Chase Young. But I, people are talking about Chase Young like he is like ridiculously next level defensive end, even more so than a Bosa. Um, you know, Miles Garrett was supposed to be that guy. Clowney was supposed to be that guy. Bosa. It feels like there's one guy every year where we go that guy going to be a difference maker. Well, Clowney like, even more than Clowney was supposed to be the net, the second coming, right? Yeah, but they. As I said at the time, he was known for one hit. And that was a bowl game against Michigan. And the knock on him, from what I heard, was, you know, he wasn't built like lower body. He wasn't solid. He could be pushed around. But he's he's one of those guys that can make highlights. I just don't know if he'll ever be consistent enough. Yeah, McClellan. All right, just want to add that Lenny Moore made the All-Pro team five times. Okay. Yeah, you were right on. He was dominant. Yeah, he was great. He was a great player. And forgotten with the running backs. But I think he might have been the first dual threat. I don't know how many pass receptions he had in his career. Yeah, that's right up in his bio. He's the first halfback to split wide as a flanker at times. Yeah. Equally dangerous as both. Yeah, he was uh, extremely talented for those Colts teams. All right, uh, recapping the day. I don't even know where to start in recapping the day. Mike Leach showed up in Starkville, Mississippi. And you, do you realize what happened here? And I told McLovin this morning when I came in, I said, 
Would you go back and look at Twitter? I thought that there was an article that said that Mike Leach was either going to Ole Miss or Mississippi State. And, and this is where, you know, Joe Judge was rumored to be headed to Mississippi State. And, you know, instead he ends up with the Giants. But if you go back, I don't know if it's a month ago, but it felt like there was a – and it turned out to be a fake story that uh, Mike Leach was leaving Washington State to go to Ole Miss. And then all of the Twitter reaction is what may have helped Mississippi State decide to bring in Mike Leach. Now, obviously Ole Miss brought in Lane Kiffin. But Mississippi State, from what I read, they saw the reaction on Twitter like, oh, my God, what a great hire for Ole Miss. And Mississippi State had an opening. Joe Judge turns them down, and then they bring in Mike Leach from Washington State. So Twitter playing a role, like Twitter played a role with Tennessee uh, in not hiring Greg Schiano. Yeah, Paul. Any chance we want to go further conspiracy, someone at Mississippi State sent it out there to test the waters of a Mike Leach hire and saw the reaction of the fans. I mean, it's not beyond people to do that. Yeah, but it's Ole Miss that they that the story Oh, that was, was where it started. Yeah, it started because Ole Miss, a website or somebody who has a website, put it out there that Mike Leach was going to go to Ole Miss and it was done. And then I think Mississippi State saw the reaction and then realized, hey, we got this opportunity. Let's uh, Let's bring him in. Uh, what's the poll question we're going with, McLovin? Did put up to start with uh, Chase Young as oh. a 10-time Pro Bowler versus Joe Burrow. And actually, Chase Young jumped out to an early lead. People want Chase Young over Joe Burrow. But it seems like Joe Burrow is going to be the number one pick. That's the way everyone's talking about him. Is yeah. that what you're hearing? Yeah, of course. Yeah. What if he has a dud on Monday night? Um, I think that his body of work would lead uh, would still lead you to believe that the Bengals are going to take him. You know, can they sign him? Uh, you know that that will be interesting as well. Making sure that you can, you know, that you want to bring him in, or there's no, you know, he doesn't pull an Eli Manning and say, "I don't want to play for the Bengals." I mean, he's an Ohio kid, but I don't know if he wants to play for Cincinnati or doesn't care. You know, a lot of times these guys they just want to be taken first overall. Doesn't matter where they're going, as much as that prestige of being the number one pick. But so far during the 2019 NFL season. It's been about Lamar Jackson, but it's been a while since he's played. I don't know why my voice went up again, uh, but it's been a while since he's played. And I don't know about rust when it comes into a game like this against Tennessee. Maybe if it's a game against Kansas City, then I might you know, raise an eyebrow here. But he's going to be the league MVP. They're 14-2. and two. They're the number one seed. And I don't know if he probably has more pressure because he's going to be the MVP. They're 14-2. and two. They're the number one seed. He's probably got more pressure on him than any other quarterback in the postseason. I don't know who else you would put in there, unless it's Aaron Rodgers because you have the home field advantage. Uh, Seattle coming to town, snow in the forecast. Uh, you know, got to win that game. Jimmy Garoppolo, a little bit of pressure there, but I don't think it's anywhere near what – I think we're looking at Lamar Jackson, and we do this. It feels like every week, week to week, it's a referendum on Lamar Jackson. Because if somebody shuts him down and they lose, then you're going to hear people go, yes, he told you. But I don't know what that means, you know, see, he told you. If there, somebody's going to come up with a defensive game plan. They haven't yet. That will slow him down. And the question is, can you score enough points? You know, can you outscore them? If you get into a shootout, can you, can you survive? And Tennessee can't afford to be down by 10 early. 
God forbid, 14, because they just don't have that capability to be able to come back, I don't think. But, you know, he's been efficient. He led the league in passing. He rushed for over 1,000 yards. He, he's had almost a perfect season. Now is what we want to know with Lamar Jackson. Great during the regular season. Now what do you do when teams have a, uh, a you know, they have a lot of time and they have game tape on you and they're going to gear up to stop you? Easier said than done. But Lamar Jackson goes into these playoffs, and I think he's got more pressure on him than – I'm trying to think who has – who's been in a situation where they had this much pressure on them going into the postseason. I mean, Tony Romo always had pressure on him because he played for the Cowboys. But the last time you said there's a whole lot of pressure on that guy this season. Yeah, McLovin. Well, uh, Mahomes won the MVP last year. Did he have any pressure – uh, had any of that post? I don't remember it like that. I don't remember it being anywhere near what this is, but I do think we were waiting to see what was going to happen when Bill Belichick went against Patrick Mahomes. Right? Oh, when, when Belichick, he's going to take away your weapon. Well, I think Mahomes still had a pretty good game against the Patriots, and they should have won the game. But, you know, when you're younger, it feels like when you're older. Like Aaron Rodgers at 36, how many more opportunities Will he get to be in this position again? And you start to wonder, we talked about Drew Brees a couple of weeks ago. What would a second Super Bowl mean for him? Oh, would he be better than Peyton Manning? Would he be remembered as better than Peyton Manning? Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers gets one more. Now now you move into that top five category probably in a lot of people's minds. And you would probably move ahead of Peyton Manning. I, and I don't know what the – but it feels like it's Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers would have a chance modern day to be able to move into that second spot. And before the Niner fans rail against me, Aaron Rodgers is a more decorated quarterback than Joe Montana with winning MVPs. Now, Joe won four Super Bowls, uh, but I, I get the feeling if Aaron Rodgers gets a second, Aaron Rodgers could be looked at as the second-best quarterback of the modern era at that position. Just, you know, my gut feeling with that. Now, would I put Montana up there instead? I would, because he won four Super Bowls. And if we're going to use that as you win another one, you get to bump up the list. Well, if you don't, then I'm going to have you down. I mean, that's how we keep score at that position. Like it or not, that's how we keep score. I think John Elway's the best quarterback of the modern era. But... You know, he lost Super Bowls, and that was held against him. Yeah, Paul. But those last two changed everything for Elway, like they would do with Rodgers, because Elway would be called the most talented quarterback of all time if he didn't have those two Super Bowls. Like Aaron Rodgers, people always qualify Aaron Rodgers. Nobody can do what he does. He's the most physically gifted quarterback of all time. He's the most talented, but they can't say he's the greatest because of the resume. Yeah, we qualify what, what we say about Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's the most gifted quarterback that we've ever seen. Okay. Is he the best quarterback we've ever seen? I mean, Elway is as gifted as anybody who's played that position. He he can he can move. Uh, he played uh, you know baseball as well as football, and uh, you know he was he had a great arm and he was clutch too. On big stages, he was really clutch. They were so overmatched when they got to the Super Bowl. Those ones that he lost, those three that they were blown out, they were so overmatched that and Elway took you know. Uh, a suspect offense into those Super Bowls. And, you know, once he had an, an offensive line and he had Terrell Davis, 
Elway got those Super Bowls. Yes, McLovin. What if Russell Wilson goes on a run here? What would that do for oh, his legacy? Oh, oh Russ. I mean, with this team, I it, th- he's not there. He doesn't have the stats, but he'll have the status. You know, there's there's a difference in that. But but if he if he completes that pass against the Patriots, now he's got two Super Bowls in his first five years. Then all of a sudden it's different. I I don't think he'll ever be viewed as and may, maybe not a top ten quarterback. I don't I don't think because I don't think that Seattle was putting him in a position where he gets to just do what the other quarterbacks get to do. I think he's asked to do more than any other quarterback, except for Lamar Jackson this year. It feels like, you know, they're always in a close game, and then they allow Russell to be Russell in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Paul. He's starting to catch up with some people stat-wise because he never has 45 touchdowns, but he always has 33 touchdowns, you know, and, and he doesn't but have a lot of they may look pedestrian, though, 33 by the time all said and done. Sure, but if he has 15 of those years, then you start getting somewhere because he's 31, and, you know, it's 34 touchdowns, 35 touchdowns, How many does touchdowns. he have total? 227 at age 31. He'll finish with an easy 400, which is – I know that's way down compared to other no, guys. No, still, that's impressive. But he's going to have very few picks. He's going to have no losing seasons. He'd have to have – the no losing season is, is key, and another Super Bowl would do wonders for, I think, where he'll end up on that top ten. And to never miss a start at that position when you take a lot of hits, uh, that's going to go a long way. He hasn't missed a start, and he's 31. Yes, McLovin. I think he'll get people with passer rating because he never throws picks and touchdowns, but his yards per game are all, never going to be. Yeah, eight, but if you start to 18 guys who have better yards per game career-wise. But if you active. look at the ratio of touchdowns to interceptions, Aaron Rodgers is going to embarrass everybody when it's all said and done. It's insane. It is. But Russell's like B to him. He's a B. He's not going to catch him, but he's, he never throws picks. But what Aaron Rodgers does and playing outdoors, half of his games at Lambeau, and he just doesn't throw interceptions. Now, I say that, and he throws three this weekend. But if you look at those numbers, and granted, it's a different NFL. Because the older NFL, you were throwing the ball deep. You know, this is about completions. You know, just moving the chains here. And it's become the new running game. You know, when I was growing up, you actually, you know, like Daryl LaMonica was called the Mad Bomber because he threw it deep. The Raiders... You know, with Cliff Branch, uh, they they wanted to beat you deep. Warren Wells. Yes, Paul. In the past 10 years, uh, Aaron Rodgers, his worst season at interceptions was eight. He always averages like six, four, two. But his touchdowns are down. Russell Wilson in the past three years has about a dozen more touchdowns than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah, McLovin. Russ is fourth all-time in pass interception percentage. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is one, and it's not close. If you're, so there's two other guys in there. I don't know who. If you're if you're Jameis Winston, do you just put in a highlight reel of Aaron Rodgers and, and just kind of see what he does and how he doesn't throw it to the other team? I don't know if it's teachable. I I, I mean, I, I never played the position. Well, except for that freshman year. And they're still talking about that. Yes, McLevin. By the way, guess who's second and third in uh, percentage? Uh, Andy Dalton. No, Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott. And then Colin Kaepernick's fourth, tied with Tom Brady and Russell Wilson. There you go. Brady, that's pretty good, too. I didn't know he was so good at that. Yes, Paul. Think about Jameis Winston, though. His highlight tape is fantastic as well because it's just the highlight parts, the good parts. If you just watched, like, if you didn't know who he was, 
and they show you his good plays. You're like, man, this guy breaks out of tackles. Yeah. He for, he gets it in there. He's a gunslinger. Just don't show the picks, and he looks awesome. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, Kevin Durant's in a Twitter beef, this time with one of his former teammates. And I, I maybe it's the competitor in him, the fact that he's not playing basketball. He's got a little time on his hands, but uh, he went back and forth with one of his former teammates who called him out, I think saying going to Golden State was the weakest move in NBA history. Uh, we'll explore that uh, coming up. Also, Josh Dumel is going to join us, and uh, he's a Vikings fan. Of course, the actor Josh Dumel, hunky Josh Dumel. And it brings about one of our favorite stories in the history of this show. 2016, hot guy draft. Now, we had three rounds, so you're, you're talking about 15 guys. Like Ryan Reynolds, the number one seed, and we had the hot guy draft. And... Paulie, I think, reached out to Josh Dumel, and he didn't hear the draft. And uh, do we have that audio? Do we, we? We should get that. But he was on the movie set for Transformers, and uh, he wanted to know where he got drafted in the hot guy draft. And we had to tell him he didn't get drafted. Like Tua not making getting drafted. He was crushed. Yeah, like you can criticize his acting career, but I got to be taken first round of the hot guy draft. He went undrafted. Undrafted free agent. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we had a hot guy draft. Oh, cool. Where'd I go? <laughs> that's the first thing he said when he called in. We'll, we'll get that audio. <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorites. Oh, cool. Where'd I go? Plus, a high school basketball announcing team that um, somehow compares a dunk to a dog getting run over. Have that for you coming up as well. Uh, back after this, 20 after the hour, Dan Patrick Show. Okay, this is just a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please, please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The company that has been offering you great rates and great service for 75 years, it's GEICO. I've been using them for a long time myself. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. No recordings. The company, GEICO. Go to GEICO.com today. Sorry for all the numbers, but I've been a fan and a customer of GEICO for a long time. And in five, four, three. Two, one, I'm out. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Uh, just saw this. If you're a Cleveland Browns fan, maybe you got your coach. Two details on Josh McDaniels, according to Albert Breer, the NFL Network. When the Patriots made their secret trip to visit Oklahoma quarterback Baker Mayfield the week of the draft, it was McDaniels they sent to Norman. McDaniels' wife, Laura, is on the trip to Cleveland with Josh today. I'd say that's ball game. Doesn't it feel like Josh McDaniels come on down? And the Patriots were interested in Baker Mayfield for that draft. They just didn't know that he was going to go number one overall. But uh, Josh McDaniels is in Cleveland and looks like might be introduced as uh, the next head coach there. If you're bringing your wife, did Mike McCarthy bring his wife? I don't even know if he's married. I know he's got daughters, but did he bring his wife to Jerry's house? 
I, I don't think so, because it wasn't it like a bro sleepover with them. Like, there was no mention of the wife being asked to sleep over. Uh, Ross Tucker is going to join us next hour. He tweeted out, uh, Josh McDaniels, heavy favorite. Uh, many insiders are tweeting how big and important this interview is. Uh, let's see, what else? Flying McDaniels in with his wife, knowing the Browns have to make an announcement today or wait until Monday. Whole thing seems inevitable and rushed. Uh, let's see, seems like it's preordained. Okay, so that's uh, Ross Tucker on this. Yeah, McLovin. So what do you think? Josh, if it was Josh McDaniels. He's better than Freddie Kitchens. So you've already upgraded there. I think you can have respect in the locker room because you worked with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Now, you didn't have a good season this year. He's got a history of winning and producing something out of nothing with the offense there. So it's an upgrade. It's an upgrade. I don't know Kevin Stefanski. But, you know, he's been with the Vikings offensive coordinator, and he was supposed to be. And I think Jim Schwartz, but he's a defensive-minded guy that they were, I guess, looking at bringing in. But, yeah, you know. Let's see what Josh McDaniels can do, you know, coaching again. He didn't do well the first time around. Backed out on the Colts as well. And maybe he like You're not taking that job unless you like what you're getting in your quarterback. And if he went out to scout – Baker Mayfield, when he was uh, at Oklahoma, liked what he saw, came back and gave the intel to Bill Belichick, and maybe they were interested in him, then, all right, that's a good start. Because he's got to believe in Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Paul. If the Patriots let Josh McDaniels out of the building, does that say anything about the direction of their franchise? Well, I started to think about that, and no, I don't think th- I don't think that's the case, because he was going to be out uh, with the Colts job, but he backed out of that. You start to look at this team. If I'm the Patriots, I got a lot of question marks, free agents. I, I'm an older roster, and I this is where I would cut ties with Tom Brady because now I have to look at starting over. Now, it's not a rebuild, but I, 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 I got to start over, and maybe it's over-ish with the Patriots. But maybe I get a quarterback who's turning 30 or 31, 32, something like that. But I got I to gotta rebuild here. I got, you know, some defensive players who are getting a little bit older, even though that was a very good defense. You know, are you sold with your skilled position players? You know, your running back. Uh, you know, Harry is a wide receiver. You got to get a tight. Like, there's just, it seems like there's a lot. Tom Brady coming back does not make them great. Now, he makes them relevant, but I don't think he makes them great. And you need more than just Tom Brady. But, you know, I was wondering about that. But, no, I don't, I don't think it matters if Josh McDaniels leaves the building. I, I mentioned uh, Josh Dumel reacting to not being selected in our hot guy draft. This is December 21st, 2016. You, of course, remember it because you did it at home or in your car. It was the hot guy draft. Daniel Craig was drafted. Ryan Gosling was drafted. Stephen Ryan Hawking Ryan got picked. McLovin took Stephen Hawking. I took John Krasinski because I love humor. Uh, here is uh, Josh Dumel, the actor, calling into the show. Uh, you know, I was listening uh, when, when this whole thing was proposed, and I went into breakfast with my son, and I, I got a call from Paul, and I was just curious how that all went. What do you <laughs> How did it go? 
like like where you went in, in a four round draft? <laughs> he called me, so it's got to be good news. Right? <laughs> Did anybody take Josh Dumel in the hot guy? <laughs> oh man, you went undrafted. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sorry to tell him that. Vikings fan. I can't, I think he it's like, oh my God. Yes, uh, I, I don't even think he was first alternate. I think we all had other names on our list that it was gonna be even a little while longer if we went into a extra round did, before he was gonna get picked. I didn't know it was now he said four rounds. Wow. But if he didn't go in the top twenty uh, you can watch the uh, College Football National Championship from ESPN in 4K on January 13th. And you can do it in 4K on Channel 105 on DirecTV. Uh, 4K, you get four times the display resolution of HD. If you don't have 4K, go to AT&T.com. Patrick, 4K for more information. All right. I was fascinated by this Twitter beef. Now, I'm not on Twitter, but I am. Whenever I see excerpts, back and forth conversations, People getting testy, people getting petty, celebrities, you know, being uh, unnerved by somebody they don't know who calls them out for something. Kendrick Perkins played in the NBA, and uh, he played for Oklahoma City alongside Russell Westbrook, and uh, he was there with Kevin Durant as well. So Kendrick Perkins, who's now an ESPN analyst, tweeted that Westbrook, quote, is the best player to have ever put on an Oklahoma City Thunder jersey and then called him Mr. Thunder. Well, Durant chimed in after this, and uh, Kendrick Perkins was saying, you know, Kevin Durant left the door open and Russ walked in. Um, Somebody also said, I think Russell walked right in to the door called the second round of the playoffs three straight times. Kendrick Perkins said, Kevin Durant lost in the second round without Russ when I was there. So what that mean? Kevin Durant then got into it saying, yeah, our starting center, Kendrick Perkins, averaged a whopping 2.3 rebounds during that series. You played hard, though, champ. LOL. Well, then it's the floodgates are open. Um, uh, Kendrick Perkins responds to Kevin Durant. Boy, stop. You did the weakest move in NBA history, exclamation points. Up on a team 3-1 in the Western Conference Finals and then go join them the following season. Heart of a champion right there. Kevin Durant then follows up too. Uh, Week is starting at center, playing real minutes with no production. Should have worked on your skills as much as I did. Kendrick Perkins then follows up. That's fine. Exclamation points. You worked that hard and still had to go join a 73-9 and team. Truth be told, you don't even feel like a real champ. You have a hard time sleeping at night, huh? Knowing that you took the coward way out. Exclamation points. Wow. I like a good Twitter beef. Um, You know, if, if I'm Kendrick Perkins, you want to applaud... Praise Russell Westbrook, fine. Like, I, I don't, I, obviously, Kendrick Perkins and Kevin Durant don't like each other. But if, if I'm Kendrick Perkins, who had promise but really didn't do much with his career, and now you want to, you, you got a new job and you want to make headlines and you're an analyst, I get that. Part of the job, hot take, I get that. 
Um, Kevin Durant deserves a little more respect than you're showing him there. You know? I, Durant didn't make a loyal decision, which I had a problem with. He made a smart decision, which I understand because we do this. Same thing we did to LeBron. Hey, how can you be the king? How can you be the greatest? How can you be uh, in Michael Jordan's category? You haven't won eight titles. We couldn't get anybody to go there and play. So LeBron had less talent than Durant did, and LeBron was getting to the NBA Finals. But, you know, there there is nobility in struggling there. But, but, it, but you know, after a while, the media doesn't, you know, that's not a good um, uh, narrative to follow. It's like, no, you got to win titles. So he went to Miami, teamed up with Dwayne Wade, and he, he was, you know, trying to get players to go to Cleveland. He couldn't. And he wins titles there, and then he says, I'm going back to Cleveland. I'm, I want to win a title there. Uh, Kevin Durant, when you're up 3-1, first of all, you should have closed out Golden State. And then you're going to go join him. I didn't like it. I thought it was bad for basketball. Great for him. And you know what? You get a title now, nobody's talking about you the way they were before. Although I always thought Kevin Durant was such a great story. He Remember when he re-signed at Oklahoma City? Like it, it was like a Thursday afternoon out of nowhere, and he just said, yeah, I'm staying here. He got the MVP, great moment, his family. and But Kendrick Perkins is in no position really to be that critical of Kevin Durant. Yeah, see. Charles Oakley has jumped in on it, by the way. Have oh, he did? That? No, no, yeah, yeah. no. Just about an hour ago, he tweeted to Kendrick Perkins, don't let TV get to you. Kevin Durant is the best player on the Thunder and is the best player on any team he's on. Don't be like Barkley. Whoa. <laughs> it's on now. We got the spinoff Twitter beef now. Oh, no. <laughs> Charles isn't on Twitter, though, I think. He's just got a TV show there. Uh, Kevin Durant is, you know, obviously a fabulous player, first battle Hall of Famer. I just, I wanted to see him stay in Oklahoma City. You know, it's easy to join up with the big boys and an already great team, made to order. You won 73 games. Um, but, but he wanted to take away a little bit of that pressure of winning titles. But it feels like people still don't recognize him. Like, it, it was still the, the three main guys with Golden State. It was Clay, it was Steph, and Draymond because they were drafted there. It was, you had to, I have to join this team because I, I got to win a championship here. Now Charles is going to be involved in this. I, I, no, I don't want to call Charles. That, that, you know what? That's not fair to Charles. Bring him in on this and have him say whatever he says about Kevin Durant. But Kendrick Perkins is doing, you know, I get this. I, I get what he's doing. Yeah. Kevin Durant admits to childish and idiotic tweets ripping his former team. Uh, this is, what, 2017? I use Twitter to engage with fans. I think it's a great way to engage with basketball fans. And then, you know, we were wondering about this. Like, if you're Kevin Durant, like, why? Like, it's Kendrick Perkins. Who cares? But he's so competitive. Like, these are, this is what make you, makes you great. You're a competitor even when you're not playing. Yeah, see. That burner account thing really sticks with him. Like, that's, that's what you're, the story you're reading about. That's when he got caught with that burner account. Yeah. He accidentally tweeted things from his real verified account. Yeah. But, see, I get going back after a former teammate or a player. 
I absolutely get that. Like, you guys were on a team together, you guys played together, and now you're going to take shots at me, then I absolutely go back. It's the anonymous person or the, you know, random guy with a fake account or something like that, that he shouldn't waste his time with that stuff. Other players? Absolutely. Oh, the burner account was embarrassing. That is embarrassing. That was embarrassing. But also, I don't think he was very forthright and honest with Oklahoma City, where at least Russell Westbrook said, hey, you know what, if we're rebuilding, you know, get me out of here. And they, you know, they traded him to Houston. But Kevin Durant, I think they thought he would be coming back. And then all of a sudden we had the uh, Hampton Five, and then Kevin Durant went to Golden State. But Kendrick Perkins is making a name for himself by just ripping Kevin Durant. I I don't know how he is as an analyst. Have have you guys heard much from uh, Kendrick Perkins? Because I haven't, but whenever he makes headlines, it's usually he's ripping Kevin Durant. Yeah, Paul. This is akin to like a third-string journeyman quarterback in the media ripping Tom Brady, right? Yeah, but guy, this guy started. Well, but but he's a career. He's a guy who averaged five and a half points for his career, Kendrick Perkins, on a bunch of different teams, and he was a nice role-playing big man going after one of the great scores in the history of basketball on well, earth. Well, the the only validity he has is he was actually on the team with Durant and Russell Westbrook. You know the story. Probably knows a lot of other stories as well. But okay, if you want to praise. Russell Westbrook and say he's Mr. Thunder. Okay. Like, if I'm Kevin Durant, I'm going, okay, it's fine. You know, was Russ there longer than Kevin Durant? They're there about equal time? I'm not even sure. But, I, you know, it feels like Kevin Durant was the best player who ever played for the Thunder. Although, I, I don't even know. It's not even an argument I want to get into. Well, Russ averaged a triple-double. Like, I don't, okay, great. Hey, you're Mr. Thunder. No, I'm Mr. Thunder. We'll take a break here. Uh, ooh. This in from Bob Nightingale covers Major League Baseball. We could be getting word on what's going on with the Astros soon, and it could be really, really bad. Have that for you coming up. It's the greatest time of the year in sports. NFL, college football, MLB, NBA, and NHL. What else can a sports fan ask for? All the action you want is every day at one place and one place only. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on all this incredible action at BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Here is your Golden Road moment. The uh, head of the Broadcasting Hall of Fame, 
Dave Gorin called in yesterday to tell me I'd been elected to the Hall of Fame. Well, you know, would it be Bill Belichick, Alex Trebek, or would you like to go into the NSMA Hall of Fame? There we go. Breaking news. Dan, congratulations. You have been voted into our Hall of Fame. Wow. Induction this June. That was very, very nice honor. Heard from a lot of people yesterday, uh, guys that I worked with, people I worked with. There are a lot of people that I didn't hear from yet, but, you know, it's still early. You know, got to get word out there. Get on her. <laughs> I like how one of the first things I ask is, why did it take so long? And, and who are the people who went in before me? It's a great honor, and Dave Gorin does a wonderful job with the uh, Broadcasting Hall of Fame uh, and, and Sports Writing Hall of Fame as well. All right, so I tease this. Uh, Bob Nightingale, baseball writer for USA Today, tweeted on the Astros' punishment. Baseball is expected to hand down one of the harshest penalties in the sports history against the Astros when their investigation is completed by the end of the month. I don't know what that means. How many harsh penalties have they handed out in the history of the game? You know, if this was college, like a basketball team, they'd probably strip them of the title. Like USC football. And that wasn't cheating. Um, but I, I wonder what, so what do you do with the Astros if you find them? Or Okay, here's, here's another thing. I did not know this. So baseball says they have reviewed 75,000 emails relating to the Astros' electronic sign-stealing scandal. That means it's organizational here. They have interviewed at least three current Major League managers, untold number of players, and dozens of Major League personnel as well. Now, here's going to be the real issue here. If you go back to September of 2017, baseball put out the following. All 30 clubs have been notified that future violations of this type will be subject to more serious sanctions. And this is with the Red Sox, with the Apple Watch scandal. The Astros defied this, and now, I don't know, are you punishing them with draft picks, money? Are people losing their jobs? And I still go back to, are you trying to tell me the manager didn't know what was going on? The GM, did he know what was going on? Did it help you win a World Series? Now, you're not going to take away the World Series. You, know, you go back to the Black Sox scandal when they were betting on baseball in the 1919. You know, they were banned from the sport. Now, that was gambling. But you're altering games with this ability to steal signs and doing it almost in a blatant manner. Yeah, Paul. The New Orleans Saints head coach, Sean Payton, was suspended for an entire season Amazing. for maybe Amazing. allowing his defensive coordinator to have a bounty program. Amazing. It wasn't even proven, but he was he oversaw a team that did this. If A.J. Hinch is proven to be, have been involved in the organization of science stealing, what should his punishment be? This is actual cheating. Sean, Sean Payton was never accused of cheating. And he never should have had that kind of penalty. Never. This is the concussion era. The, the lawsuit era. Yeah, Remember, that's why he yeah, got it. Yeah, I You're right. Yeah, so that, it's supposed to be, they're completing their investigation by the end of the month. There was a, a high school basketball announcing team, and uh, I, there, there was an analyst who was talking about his dogs, and it was a blowout game. Is this a high school or college game? High school game in New England. Okay. 
Um, so, you know, the announcer's talking about dogs who passed away, and there's a breakaway dunk, and this is how it sounded. Well, and then there's one more gone, yes. one more gone yes. but not forgotten, and that's uh, our sweet Daisy, or our sweet Lucy. Uh, at the age of 12, she was run over oh, yes. in our driveway. Oh, oh, like that? Was she run over like Oh, my God. So there's a breakaway dunk, and, you know, there – there, there, there's a, a lull in the uh, in the game. You know, they're just kind of passing the ball around on the perimeter, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's talking about losing his uh, lovely dog, and uh, you know, the play-by-play guy is doing his I don't think he needed to marry the two thoughts there. Jim Alama, ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about the kitty. And yeah, your dog got crushed like that. <laughs> play it one more time. Play it one more well, time. Well, there's one more. Yes. One more gone, yes. but not forgotten, and that's uh, our sweet Daisy or our sweet Lucy. Uh, at the age of twelve, she was run over oh, yes. in our driveway. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like that? Was she run over like that? <laughs> the kid with the bald cabbage patch and then the color analyst is crying. You know what I love too is that the guy he starts off with that. Apparently, there were several more gone but not forgotten. Yeah. Because he's like, well, we've got one more gone but not forgotten. He's trying to spit out about his dog dying. You know, Daisy, <laughs> Lucy, and then uh, oh! got run over, tragic, hard broke. Oh, run over like that. <laughs> Who let the dogs out, Mikey? That guy did on the breaker. <laughs> yes, McLovin. By the way, he never did say dog in that viral clip. He had to tweet the next day, Lucy is a dog. Because people were oh, like, people oh. thought it was an actual, oh, it was a person. Which is even... No, it's less funny. Thank you. I have a daughter, Lucy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Our beloved Lucy. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, Jim, I'll have a ding-dong. <laughs> Josh Dumel, the actor, Vikings apologist, will join us coming up here, right here on the Dan Patrick Show. There are things that should not be copycat killers. They exist. Those who are compelled to turn bloody fiction into a real-life horror story. He's inspired by the Joker. They do it because the acts give them power and control. The life is the devil. Life imitates art. And unfortunately, so does death. Reels and Podcast One, who brought you Murder Made Me Famous, comes the next great true crime podcast. Copycat Killers. Join host Dr. J. Buzz Von Orensteiner as he analyzes true crimes based on Hollywood hits. New episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. <laughs> 